Authentic, consistent, simple. From Caldi7. I've listened to the Startup Diary from the very beginning. You guys deliver valuable content on a consistent basis with a simple yet authentic approach. This podcast has gained huge traction over a period of time and you guys have stayed true to who you are and your approach. I respect that massively and can't help but thinking I'm not alone in thinking this. Keep up the great work. Look forward to listening to your journey continue. Tom. Tom, I, we normally just read the review, but I just want to say a huge thank you to that. My, my hairs on my arms, no bullshit, are standing up. The fact that you're enjoying this and the fact that you said that we've stayed authentic means the world to me. I hope whatever you're doing, you're crushing it. And if I can personally help you with anything, adam at experttrades.com, fire an email. Thank you. Let's get into today's show. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 254 of The Startup Diary. I'm so impressed that you were like swinging on your chair, but taking the mic with you because you wanted to say this. You were like, I don't know if you noticed what you were just doing. I'm in full studio, man. I can tell, man. I've got two screens, I've got microphones, I've got headphones. Adam, today we have a listener question, but first it's Edie Fisher. Edie, people! On the mic! (laughs) (laughs) and we're back as i was saying we have a listener question yeah question it is a question i was gonna say email is a question let me just clear my throat and get right into it (laughs) i don't know why that sounded so cd it was untrue hi adam and the team Just a quick email to say I'm in love with the Startup Diary podcast and have been binging on it for about a month now. Hope you've left the review. Episode 92 and counting. Wow. He's going to listen to this reply in like a year. (laughs) (laughs) You're always encouraging listeners to write in with questions, etc. Episode 83, consulting, and 11, CTO, really stuck with me and I thought I'd put a question to you guys. I'm currently in the consulting stage and have set up a small business targeting SMEs to help with their accounting and finance function. But the real opportunity I see is based in the food industry. I was the FD of an 11 million pound catering business that we disposed of back in May 18. And one of the key areas I discovered was our food pricing was considerably better than our acquirer who happened to be 15 times the size of us. I have all the skills and contacts required to build the business. I believe the food procure- <laughs> procurement. <laughs> but, um... Start that sentence again. <laughs> <laughs> but leave this in. This is real. I was the FD of an 11 million pound catering business that we disposed of back in May 18. And one of the key areas I discovered was our food pricing was considerably, considerably whew, struggling today, considerably better than our acquirer who happened to be 15 times the size of us. I have all the skills and contacts required to build the business. I believe the food procurement market is screaming out for, but the missing part is the technical side of things basically a CTO. You've stated previously about not rushing into this appointment and also the troubles you've had with agents. So how would you suggest I go about appointing slash interviewing a CTO when I know fuck all about the building apps and websites? 
Any tips, recommendations, who to speak to, agencies to use would be much appreciated. Hope the business is going well and look forward to the next 150 episodes. Kind regards, Paul Nappett. Firstly, love loved this email, mainly because it added so much context to the email that we can probably go into this a little bit. So Paul, thank you. So let me just recap and tell me if I'm right or wrong. Paul has experience as an FD in a large food company, doing 11 million and helped with- FD is- Financial, financial director. director. Okay. What's so, an SME? Small to medium enterprise. So okay. small to middle-sized companies. Okay, thank you. Cool, good stuff. I love the fact you're clarifying that as well for everyone. That's because I didn't have a clue. No, no, cool, but everything <laughs> like that we should always clarify. So has experience as a financial director for a company that turns mm-hmm. over 11 million quid. That company got acquired by someone that was 15 times the size and it turns out his itty-bitty company, in the context of things, it's a big business that he was mm-hmm. doing, but the scale of the acquirer, he was actually able to buy goods at a better rate than the acquirer, mm-hmm. even though they should have more buying power because they're a bigger business. Mm-hmm. So right now what he's doing, because he's got a financial services background, is he's acting as a consultant to small to medium enterprises, but he actually thinks there's a big opportunity in this platform play to help small potential food businesses get better at buying to save them money and run the platform that allows those businesses to buy better. But because it's a technology slash platform play, he is unable to create the platform because he's not a technical guy. But what he could do is partner with someone that's technical, apply his knowledge, his experience into code, build a business uh, that then is scalable compared to what he's doing right now, which is consulting, which is trading time for money. Is that everything that I need to know? Uh, yeah. Cool. Let's just, let me just give a whistle-stop tour to my background for anyone that's new to the show. I started the company that we're in five years ago. My background is from the industry. I did two years worth of consulting. But, and this is what, the first thing that I want to ask Paul. Like, Paul, if you're doing consulting right now, but your actual desire, the thing that you want to see change in the world is this platform, then you just need to do exactly what I did, which is lower every bit of expenditure that you have in your personal life. So you, I took seven thousand, when I applied for my mortgage, I had to get what's called an SA302. For year one of my business, I was getting paid circa 80,000 pounds for 12 days a month of consulting for 12 months. I took 7,000 pounds out of the business for myself and the rest I deployed into an agency uh, to build the first version of what was then I need an expert. So I took every penny that I could and deployed it into the business. If that sounds scary to you, then I don't, and this is coming from a very good place, I don't think you care about this problem as much as you think you do. If you're not willing to eat shit for 12 months, cut your costs down and then deploy every bit of cash into this potential future bigger play business, then you need to actually be really honest with yourself because being frank, being a consultant and getting paid well, if you really enjoy it, you just might wanna stay the course. But it sounds like you see this great opportunity right now, which is cool. So this is what I did. I hired an agency. And the problem that I experienced with hiring an agency is you get someone that writes code but doesn't care about the business. So what I then did, I then went on a like a startup accelerator course, like four days, five days down at Google campus uh, with a friend slash mentor of mine, Simon Jenner. And the best piece, and it was just me in the business then, the best piece of advice that I got was find a co-founder slash CTO. So what they're actually telling me is, listen, you're non-technical, you're paying an agency, which means you need to work 10 times harder as a consultant to pay an agency that is building code that doesn't really care about what you're building. They don't care about the success, they care about charging an hourly rate. So my best piece of advice is that same piece of advice because it worked for me. Go on a process of trying to find either a co-founder or a CTO. And 
those two people can be the same thing. But Paul, you need to identify whether you're prepared to give up equity in your business now or whether you just want to hire someone and put them on a salary to build the platform. But from what I'm hearing, and I might be, you might be the world's best consultant in what you're doing and you've got a pot of cash. If that's the case, you can probably just go and hire a very good CTO and pay them a lot of money. Mm. My advice would be, if you want to build a platform and build something that someone really cares about, you need to take them on the journey with you. So when I hired my CTO, I gave him equity. And the truth of this story is, in case no one goes back and listens to this episode, it was a chap called Ignacy Tadori. I love him more than he more than he knows. He was so instrumental, and he became a, like a best friend. He he asked for a certain amount of equity in the business, and I said, I don't think that's enough to keep you happy. So I gave him nearly ten percent more than what he asked for in the business. Don't get me wrong, that vests over time. So he has to stay with the company for a certain period of time to get that back out. And equity is nothing. It doesn't mean like it's it's worthless unless the company goes somewhere and it's actually got some value assigned to it. But this is this thing about trying to find someone that you're super aligned to, is in go and try and find someone that cares about the product, cares about what you're trying to solve in the world. And they might not give a shit about food. You don't need them to care about food. Mark, our CTO, I like he's like a fucking brother with the amount of work. Like he just loves he loves the team. He loves the technical challenge. I don't think he really cares that much about tradespeople. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he cares about solving problems. He cares about, that's what I want from a CTO. I want someone that I can bring the vision to and I can go technically make that happen. So Paul, what I'd say is go and try and find someone that you are prepared to give equity to that is basically... So what we did with Ignacy, I'm trying to remember and talk at the same time. We actually softened the blow with Ignacy. We said, listen, let's just see how we work well together. So I actually ended up paying him just on the side. He had a day job. Evenings, weekends, he'd build some stuff. I'd go and spend some time with him. And it was our way to see if we work well together. Think of it as like a couple of first dates before you get married. So we ended up, I was paying him for work. It turns out he was cool. I liked him. He, what he produced worked. So I thought, actually, let's progress this. Let me take a step back from that. I'd met 35 people before I met Ignacy. Did you get them doing any work? Uh, a couple of them. Very few of them. But Because I, I just, how did, how did you know that what Ignacy was building was good enough? I didn't. So the truth of the matter is... But it was the closest thing to what you were envisioning. Yeah, so what I'd recommend to Paul right now is there's, there's services out there to potentially try and find a CTO. So one... I believe the one that I used and it's still around was called Co-Founders Lab. So that's where people that want to be involved in a startup but are looking for a co-founder mm-hmm. um, go on there. And the term co-founder is super important. As in, I was already two years into my business, so Ignacy didn't become a co-founder. He became a CTO. Okay. There's a difference. Co-founder. Is that a technicality? Yeah. It's, it technically doesn't mean shit, but if you sold the company in 10 years' time, are you a founder? Did you do it? And then you built the team around your vision or someone there from day one that you built it in partnership with? So right now, he hasn't got the business. He hasn't got this platform. If he's finding a, a CTO now, emotionally for someone, they will do more for you if they are a co-founder mm. because it's their baby too. Otherwise, it's their project and they might really enjoy it and they might have equity. Equities, cash, and transactional, make it their baby if you have that opportunity. Bring them on as a co-founder. And what I'd say is, listen, if Paul's just really straight himself, he's got this great idea and he has this great experience, but it's a technology play, 
you need to make sure and have very frank conversations with whoever you're bringing on board is what should the equity split look like? Mm. As in who's going to be doing majority of the work? Or is this a case of I can't be asked to argue over 20% of the business? Let's just go 50-50 down the middle. He does the knowledge, the sales, the onboarding, and this guy over here, the CTO, just builds all the tech and makes it happen. You need to make sure that you're very transparent and have honest conversations up front. Otherwise, it will bite you in the ass later on. So I went on co-founders lab, met people and like majority of people I just didn't like, like developers are weird, like <laughs> fact, mm. like they're just odd creatures. Um, and don't get me wrong. I had a, I had a little bit of technical knowledge, but not to the extent that I needed, obviously, although I would have built, would have built it myself. But more importantly for me was the initial conversations that I had is I'd like, cool. Just show me some of the stuff you've worked on. Can you just say like, and I'd be like, I'd play it super dumb. Like can, I have no idea how that's what, could you explain to me what's going on in the background? And if they can't explain it to me, how the hell am I going to work with them? Like, if it, like, I want this to happen. Like, Mark, no, it doesn't work. <clears throat> why? Impossible is, is his yep. favorite word. But when I ask Mark <laughs> why, he knows my ability and can drill it down to the lowest common denominator mm. and be like, listen, here's the reasons why it can't work or why I don't want to do it because. And he explains it to me on a level that I get. And that's super important when you're finding a CTO because what you don't want is to be like, oh, can you do this? Yeah, not a problem. We, we can do that in Angular. We can do that in C++ and we can get this thing. And, blah, 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 blah. and it's be like, was that a what f- does that mean was, to me was as it, a layman? Yeah, exactly. Was that a yes or a no? That's what you want. Um, but technical guys like to be technical. So the, the thing that I was looking for more than anything, and it's because I had two years in consulting where my responsibility was to help big brands and big merchants understand the importance of digital and translate it. And I was literally called the translator at Bradstone because I knew tech, but I knew sales and marketing and I'd go into companies and explain it to them in the way they understood. I wanted the same thing. I wanted someone that could go, because I had a platform already that I paid a lot of money for from this agency. And I'd, I basically put that on the table. I was like, can you, can you just tell me how this works behind the scenes? Like what's good, what's bad? And how they explained it to me was step one. If they couldn't explain it to me and blah, 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 or I just didn't like them as a non-starter. Then I went through a couple of people, then came across Ignacy. And I just felt that he was fairly entrepreneurial as well as a CTO, uh, which actually potentially came back to bite me in the arse because he kind of in his own head wanted to do his own thing. Mm. Like he kind of wanted to run his own business. And I get that. He ended up moving, doing his own business. So I was sort of right with that. But he was able to translate it back to me in a, in a way that I understood. To get into Paul's answer, when someone sh- if he has no platform and no ability to rate someone, and technically some of the stuff that Ignacy built, I couldn't check the code behind the scenes. I just went on the fact that as a user, so build me this feature on the web app that will allow me to collect reviews from homeowners. Go. Here's the wireframe. I would draw it literally on paper. I want it to. Work, I want the steps to work like this because this is a good homeowner experience. Go. I then logged onto it and used it as if I'm a homeowner. And this might be the fact that it's like a swan on water. Like it looks beautiful above mm. the scenes, but, but below it, it's all fucking madness below the water. Legs are going crazy. The only way I sort of judged Ignacy up front was, does the thing that I've asked him to build work well when I try and use it as a customer using it? Yeah, it does. Cool. Carry on. If this is, if Paul wants more details than that, then jo- join the Facebook group for the Startup Diary Club and then potentially find a developer or a CTO or email me and then get someone to build something or put them in contact with someone in your network and say, cool, once you've done all the vetting and you think they're a good person and you think they're smart, 
cool. Like I've got a friend, I've got a guy called Mark that works at Expert Trades. Like lean on me for a favor, lean on your net. And if guys, you're listening to this and you don't know who I am, lean on someone in your network and find someone that has experience dealing with a CTO. You'll know someone that's got a developer. Cool, can I just put you in a room with them? Like I just wanna make sure that like they think you're as good as I think you are because I wanna make sure we're on the right page. Like you can frame it any way that you want to. Like a developer speaking to a developer within 30 minutes, they know if they're good or bad. Like I've seen Mark speak to people about, I've seen them go like like blank and I've seen Mark then get frustrated. I've seen him come out of a room raging before. (laughs) Exactly. So developer, find someone that you know is good and then use them to do the testing for you. If that's not an option for you, then you sort of just have to take the plunge, but make sure you don't structure a deal where you give someone equity up front, make sure it vests. And what that means is, cool, we both get 50% of this business, but we have to stay with this business for at least four years. If you leave in the first four years, you get... You can either do it where they get a certain percentage year on year or you get nothing. If you decide to leave it, it's not for you. All the equity comes back in. Don't sign a deal where you give up equity on day one, even for yourself, because it's not fair. If you decide after 12 months this isn't for you, you can't leave and take away 50% because then you leave a CTO with a product, potentially customers, and only only 50% of the business with no CEO to run it. So structure a deal where it's fair, you vest your equity over time and you're both very aligned. Don't use an agency. Just don't, don't go on... Don't go and try and find an agency to build your product for you. There is no problem with finding an agency to build the first version of your product for you in order for you to validate the market. That's a very separate question. Mm. If you said, I want to prove that customers will buy this, go pay an agency two grand, five grand, 10 grand, whatever you need to. Build the first version so you can, as a salesperson, go out and say, I'm thinking about building this. Would you like it? Oh, I'd like it. Great. Pay me some money. I'll go build it. Do it. Do that way. Then you go find a CTO. You go to CTO and go, I've got an agency to build this. I've got 24 customers ready for it. Are you interested in joining this? Let's get on the train together. Let's go. That's the sort of thing you can do. That's where an agency comes into play. Find a CTO, give them equity, go through a hundred days, kiss a thousand frogs before you find the prince. And when you find the prince, commit is what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else, Harry? And on that note... Um, guys, if you have a question, you can send it in to questions at startupdiary.club or they can send a voice message, a howdy-do, a whatever you want to call it, through the Anchor app. I can see Adam just standing, letting me I'm squirm. I'm seeing how far you go Download the Anchor app if you've not already. Leave us five stars on every platform. Go buy an Android phone and leave us five stars on Stitcher or however you listen to them on those sort of devices. Anything else, Adam? You need another coffee. The SAS, the <laughs> SAS levels. i again. Uh, the, the SAS levels have just gone up. Nothing else from me. Guys, thank you for tuning into this episode. This is a really interesting question. And if you think this is something that you're interested in learning more about, or you'd like to lean on me and my team to help you with this problem, go to Facebook, search for Startup Diary Club. That is a online community for listeners to the show to help each other. Two simple rules. Add value. Don't be a dick. And I'll see you in there.